0: Good afternoon and welcome to episode 281 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How the hell are you guys doing today? It is Saturday, February 20th, 2021, uh, which means it's a UFC night, which means there's nobody listening to my fucking show because they're all off watching the UFC. <laughs> that occasionally happens when the UFC has an early uh, start. Uh, and I believe they started at five o'clock Eastern Standard Time, so about an hour ago. Um, but regardless, we're going to try to make the best of it. Uh, let's see. Um, personal wise, uh, today wasn't a bad day. Uh, it didn't work out yet again. I just, I'm just blowing off this entire week. I've pretty much given up on it. We'll get start over again ne- next week and see if I can't find more motivation. Um, <laughs> today could have been a bad day, but it ended up working out. Um, I, as you guys know, cause I complained about it yesterday. Uh, I was waiting for a package yesterday, a spark amp, which is like a smart amp, uh, for, uh, The digital world it uh, does a whole bunch of different things uh it's not it's like an amp but it has since it's digital it can emulate a whole bunch of different amps and pedals and effects and things like that um which makes it very useful but excuse me it was supposed to come in yesterday and it did not so um when i got up this morning i went and checked my um you know fedex tracking number and it told me that it was loaded onto the delivery truck at uh, 5:55 AM, but it will be delivered the next business day. So it said Monday, you know, um, apparently they just thrown it on the truck to get it ready. Um, uh, I did some research and talked to some people and apparently you can go to a FedEx, uh, facility and pick up your shit if you want, which, uh, kind of surprised me. I didn't think they would be up for that, but apparently you can. <clears throat> so I, uh, tried to call up their uh, customer service to confirm this uh first i went through their automated system which was fucking ridiculous by the way if you're trying to get hold of fedex just go ahead and look up on google how to get a hold of a live customer representative because it took me a long fucking time see i wanted to pick it up but the automated system whenever i tried to explain that's what i wanted to do it said okay let's where do you want us to hold your package i i as opposed to picking up a package that was there, it would only give me the option to hold a package that I have coming to me. Um, so uh, that was a big pain in the ass. Eventually, I found something that told me that, yes, indeed, I could pick up uh, my package, on, but it wouldn't be until the next business day, which means Monday. So once again, uh, it meant that I could not pick up my package. All this is very confusing. So eventually, uh, I decided I was just going to call their customer service. Um, and it took quite a bit. I had to go through this ridiculous process of prompts to actually get a hold of someone um and from start to finish it was almost 20 minutes before I got a hold of a person um and that was a waste of time because <laughs> and let me preface this with I don't care where you are or what language you speak or any of that stuff but if you work for a company in their English language customer service, you need to be able to speak English well enough for me to understand you. And that did not happen today. Um, I have no clue what she, this lady said to me the entire time. From start to finish, I kept on saying, I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Uh, I po- <clears throat> it, it got down to the point where I said, ma'am, I apologize. I know I've asked you to repeat it many times, but I still cannot understand you. Basically, I'm trying to find, is it possible for me to, Go to this facility and pick up my package. Just yes or no, just yes or no. I don't need anything else. She said no. I'm like okay, and then she goes because it is not at that, that and, and I and I caught because it's not at that facility. Uh, and that was the best I could do. <laughs> so I still didn't know what was going on with it. Um, so I, uh, someone suggested I get a hold of Twitter, uh, get a hold of FedEx on Twitter. So I sent them a tweet, and they started looking into it. And uh, right about the same time that they got back to me to tell me that you know that my package was. Uh, at that facility, and it would be delivered on Monday, which still didn't answer my fucking question on whether I could go pick it up or not. Around that time, FedEx showed up at my door with the package. Uh, So despite the fact that they said they're going to be delivering it to me on Monday, they delivered it to me today, which is a good thing. Uh, The funny part about this is the customer service representative that I was talking to through Twitter was fucking amazed she said i'm very glad yet very surprised to hear that you got your package so she didn't even think i was gonna get it so how's that for customer service even the people that work there don't know fuck they're doing i mean it had a happy resolution semi happy because it was supposed to be delivered yesterday in the first place but i'm glad to get it today instead of on monday so whatever they've got a shit i mean fedex at least got it to me i have that package that i told you guys about with the dry fire thing it still isn't here and now they've even given up on even trying to tell me when it's gonna be here all day yesterday they said it was gonna be here by nine o'clock which i knew wasn't gonna be uh, accurate because if you go back and look in the tracking the it, it uh it got to some place um in a dist- distribution center i want to say in vegas um like three days ago and has never left so as far as i know it's still sitting in vegas even though it's supposed to be here so uh and it's always amusing because if you look through the um different notifications and tags it's uh, one of the things they'll say is your package is late but but will still arrive (laughs) you know it is currently in our network and they have no fucking clue where that package is otherwise they would have sent it along my way it's just amazing I uh, know we talked about this yesterday about the postal service just having a uh, thumb up their ass, and today just proved it even more. So I have no clue when I'm going to receive that package that I paid like a hundred fucking bucks for. I mean, so it's not like a bazillion dollars, but shit, dude, there's a hundred dollars of mine just riding around, taking its good old time to get here. At least it'll be a well traveled uh, fucking package when I get it, right? <laughs> uh, anyways, how you guys doing today? Um, Yes, not routine. You guys can always call in to talk about what I'm talking about or to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, if you don't want to call me because you don't like me or you're shy, you can always uh, type stuff into the chat box and I'll try to talk to you that way. Although I'm really, really fucking bad at it. So don't be surprised if I miss your comment. <clears throat> Speaking of which, let's go over the chat box and see what they're talking about. Uh, it's a bazillion Zimbabwean dollars, Jay. Okay, that's true. <laughs> the juicer has a well-traveled package for me. Well, thank you, Juice. I appreciate that. <laughs> Well, a little sip of water. I am still got some sort of sinus infection, you know, like chest thing going on. I don't know. I'm dying, but, um, but as far as how I feel, it comes and goes. Like I'll, I'll, I'll sit around and go, man, I feel like crap. Oh, I feel like crap. I must be really sick or something. And then other times I'm like, I feel almost perfectly fine, except for the chest and, you know, thing. So like right now, I don't feel bad. So I don't know what's going on with me. Uh, probably just some sort of chest con- congestion. Regardless, uh, let's see. You well, know, if you guys don't have anything you want me to talk about, we'll go over to the OG and see what they're talking about. That's always fun. Uh, I do know that the, it is a UFC night, uh, fight night, rather, and it's actually on right now. Generally speaking, I don't turn the UFC fights on and watch them Unless someone wants to call in and watch them with me, because that makes it more like a fight companion thing where we can talk back and forth about what we're watching. When it's just me here alone, that feels kind of stupid just for me to just watch UFC and make comments because I don't know if you guys are watching it or not. So and this this is not advertised as a fight companion, so it'd be kind of shitty to the people that weren't looking for that. So uh, that's why we're not doing that right now. I highly suggest after my show, you look up the fight companion by uh, Sly and Wolfcastle. Castle. Uh, they've been doing that for a while now. Uh, when, it, when we first started the show, we would do a fight companion. Uh, but it, I'm a pussy and I can't stay up that late. <laughs> so I, I did a couple few of them. Uh, then the show itself actually did a couple few of them uh, after I went back to work and couldn't stay up that late. Uh, but lately, uh, Sly, Sly Dog and Wolfcastle have taken that thing on their own and run with it. And it's goddamn excellent. So I highly recommend after this show is over, go look for their show and, and join them. Shit. They might even be on now. You might want to just go find them. <laughs> so anyways, uh, let's see what they're talking about. Uh Oh, well, <laughs> I've got bad news, folks. Or good news, depending on how you want to look at it. That's uh, my fucking wife in the chat box. Hi, wifey. <laughs> All right, let's go over to the OG and see what they're talking about. <clears throat> uh, let's see. They're talking about Ted Cruz leaving Texas when there was freezing. Okay, we can talk about that a little bit, I guess. Uh, you guys know I don't do politics, really. Uh, and to the point where... Someone had to tell me what uh, party, political party uh, Mr. Cruz is. Um, and he, for those that didn't read the uh, article, first off, good for you. <clears throat> Second, apparently with all this bullshit that happened in Texas with it freezing over and people, you know, like their pipes bursting and, and, and the entire bullshit that was going on there, uh, their senator, uh, Ted Cruz, decided to go to Cancun. Um, I have big feelings about this. From what I understand, senators aren't even in their own states that often, aren't they mostly in Washington, D.C.? So he wasn't physically in Texas, uh, and I'm not quite sure what they expected him to do as far as like, you know, because being that he doesn't live in Texas, anything that he did to help the situation would have been over the phone. That being the case, I'm assuming he can make those phone calls just as easily from Cancun as he could from uh, Washington, D.C. That being said, it seemed like a really, really, really... People accuse me of not being able to read the room a lot, (laughs) which is true. And that's what this seems a case of. It seems like a very much a case of not being able to read the room. Just because there's nothing wrong with him going, that doesn't mean he probably should have done it, because perception is quite important in this world. And the perception that your senator went to Cancun instead of trying to help you is not good for his political career, obviously. Um, That... So... But with all that said, I didn't really care one way or another. I did until I saw something else. Cause like everybody else in the world, when he gets caught doing something, he probably shouldn't have. Um, he apologized, but he didn't do it the right way. Cause he lied. He lied and said that, you know, he was, that he was flying his his daughter down to a, a party in Cancun and plant and was returning the next day. And he did return the next day. But people were able to, like, look through his, uh, like, records and all that good shit and see that he changed his flight plans, that he originally was supposed to be back, uh, like, three days after that instead of the next day. So uh, he lied straight up. Uh, and that's the only thing that bothers me. You, If you apologize about something, be truthful about it. If you're not going to apologize, it, you know, if you're going to lie about the shit, that's worse than not apologizing it for in the first place. Uh, other than that, that's, that's my only beef of the entire thing. So I mean, there, there you go. There's my fucking po- political stuff today. <laughs> let's see what else we got to talk about uh let's see they say uh by, by the way when I say I'm going to the og for those that are unfamiliar I can't believe there's any of you guys left I'm going to the off topic portion of a mixed martial arts forum called the underground the off topic part of it's called the otherground that's where the show comes from now you get it it's a dumb joke <laughs> all right, let's see someone's saying they like hotels better than airbnbs uh what do you guys think about that i um haven't done a ton of, uh, um, oh, shit. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, I, excuse me. I haven't done a ton of traveling, so I've never actually done the Airbnb thing, uh, which is y'all for, as you guys know, staying in someone else's place instead of going to a hotel and the, the people were going back and forth about which one was better. I've only stayed at hotels. Um, to me, the idea of staying in someone's house would make me, I don't know, vaguely uncomfortable. I don't know. I guess I would have to try it. it. Certainly, it depends on the situation. I think if it's just like you, or maybe you and a couple of kids, probably a hotel would be a better situation. But if it's like a large group of people, that's in that case, Airbnb seemed to be like a more sensible solution. The other one would be as if it's a long term, like if you're going to stay there for like a week instead of a couple of days, because in that point, you might need the necessities of an actual house for stuff like laundry and cooking uh, meals and all that good stuff. Um, we haven't, uh, done like as i said we haven't done a lot of traveling um and uh, mostly most of the hotels i've stayed in the last couple few years were attached to casino so, so i you know i don't know if that's a good comparison anyways um because a uh, hotel casino uh hotel casinos is always very nice or, or casino hotels rather uh let's see we stayed at uh i stayed at the mgm grand in uh detroit and the Greek town casino in Detroit. Uh, I've also stayed at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Um, and I also stayed at the um Fremont Hotel uh, in Vegas. Uh the both the MGM Grands and the Greek town were very nice. Although the Greek town one was getting a little bit worn it, uh, We stayed in one of their executive suites or executive rooms. It was like a corner on the corner room on the 27th floor. it was very nice, but it was also kind of worn out, you know, uh look like they're about getting ready to be replaced so which kind of surprised me on, on such a high-end room <clears throat> the fremont hotel in las vegas was not a nice hotel it wasn't a horrible hotel but it was an old hotel uh the floor i was on stank of fucking cigarettes uh i was a smoking room uh, floor so i kind of expected that And you know, it's just the room was all kind of dingy and wore out, and like, yeah. So yeah, uh, I wouldn't recommend the 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 Fremont Hotel. I mean, it wasn't horrible. If you want to stay downtown, uh, and you want to stay down downtown cheap, it's you know, it's not a bad option. It's just not the first place I pick anymore. (laughs) (coughs) Excuse me. All right, let's see what else we got today. Uh, As I mentioned, you guys feel free to call in. That includes my wife, if she'd like to call, and I'm sure if she did, you'd have a ton of people asking you questions. But, you know, I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Still, still so much political stuff on the OG. I hate that shit. Uh, more cop stuff. Nope, we don't want any of that. Oh, hell. Let's just go switch on over to the... Uh, source of all news yahoo news <laughs> see what they're talking about oh well mostly wandavision stuff because i have my uh yahoo so tuned to my tastes that it mostly just throws <laughs> different uh fucking one uh, wandavision articles at me <laughs> and since we already established most of you guys with the exception of uh i think uh Juicer isn't watching that show. There's not a lot to, uh, to talk about. What are you guys talking about in the chat box? So, By the way, once again, I need to reiterate for people that listen to the show later on. You're missing out quite a bit if you're not uh, listening live. The chat box is uh, a unique thing unto itself. Uh, half the time, they're not even listening to my show. So, <laughs> so uh, it, it, you, you would be really well served to stop and, and listen to us live at least every once in a while. What? you guys are not getting me a parrot they said they're gonna get me a parrot on the chat box why would i want a fucking parrot birds are nasty we've had bir- i had birds uh, growing up uh um my mom liked birds or at least went through phases we so we went through a cockatiel phase because uh, someone down the road from us uh next block over was breeding cockatiels uh, and those made a big fucking mess um and then after that she did canaries canaries were kind of cool uh uh, canaries, you know, uh, sing. Obviously, uh, you've heard the term "sing like a canary." It's because they're beautiful singers. Some of them. Uh, if you've never heard a canary sing, look it up on YouTube. It's kind of neat. um There, some, and there's all kinds of different breeds of uh, canaries. Some of them sing differently. Different colored canaries. Uh, we had one that had like a almost like a mop top on the on the top of it. Uh, we named him Ringo because he couldn't sing worth a shit. Um, <laughs> so. <clears throat> so, uh, and you know, that was kind of neat, but it, I never saw the point of it, and I always felt kind of bad about keeping a bird because it didn't seem like a cool deal for the bird. You know, <laughs> uh, anything that can fly, if you keep it in a house, just seems kind of shitty. One second, I got a cough. I'm gonna mute the. Fo- uh. Sorry about that. Oh, now I need water. <laughs> I'm doing shitty today, you guys. I'm sorry. I really apologize for the show. at least my nose isn't clogged up at the moment that's been my uh late that's been my uh, latest battle fucking with being sick this entire month it feels like i'm breathing through my uh, mouth the entire time which isn't awesome you wake up in the middle of the night your mouth all dry because you're you know breathing through your mouth and you're like oh, it's just a bad time it really is all right let's see what else we got holly berry works out on a beach in a sleek nude bikini yeah that's great <laughs> how's that news see this when i said the yahoo tailors a lot of my uh, news to my taste, it's clearly not all of it i think it's because i considered entertainment apparently i look at a lot of entertainment news um but seriously the stuff that they put on like these websites and they consider it fucking news it's just ridiculous i saw a stand-up comic uh a guy named chris porter do a bit the uh, not too long ago that was pretty good uh, he, he's talking about the, the news cycle and why people are fucking stupid. And basically the way he explained it was back in the day, there's only news on at like in the morning, in the afternoon and at night. So in the morning they'd come up and say, Hey, this is what the news is. You know, and then in the af- in the afternoon, they'll be like, Hey, this is what happened since the morning. And then in the evening, like, Hey, this is everything else. And that was it. Now they have channels that are news nonstop, 24 seven. But there's no, not more news than there used to be. So they just tell you the same news over and over and over and over again. And then add in all this stupid fucking entertainment uh, crap to fill in the gaps. And it's making people dumb. <laughs> the, the comic was saying the issue he had with it was because people, it made dumb people think they were smart. Because they heard the same five minute bit over and over again. So they, now they think they know shit and uh it was a pretty good bit i'm not gonna tell it because i'm a horrible at stand up uh, stand up jokes uh but definitely look up the dude chris porter uh he's done two or three different albums and most of them are really funny it, it, he does the uh angry uh humor pretty well he's definitely a yeller and yeah, so uh if that's not your thing he might not be the guy for you <clears throat> oh let's see what else uh in embarrassing nerd news i must say um I've been watching something that is probably about as fucking nerdy as you can get. It goes like three or four nerd layers deep, okay? This is how deeply, deeply nerdy this is. And I told you guys before that I didn't consider myself a really nerdy nerd because I wasn't into a lot of the classic nerd stuff. Like, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. I'm not a huge Star Trek guy or any of that bullshit. Uh, this is fucking super duper nerdy. Okay, level one nerdiness. It's, uh, uh, it's a cartoon that I'm really into, or at least was, uh, Dragon Ball Z. For those that are unfamiliar with Dragon Ball Z, it's a, uh, animated cartoon from Japan. It's been out wrong for a really fucking long time. Um, <clears throat> so that's the level one of nerdiness. Uh, level two of nerdiness is there are some people on YouTube that took all the Dragon Ball Z episodes and condensed them down to like just the storylines without the filler and then re-recorded all the vocals themselves and used computers to make like the uh, anime mouse match up to what they were saying. Um, and then made it completely fucking hilarious and way better than the original show. If you've already watched the original show, it's fucking awesome. For For those who have watched the Dragon Ball Z cartoons, go out and look for on YouTube for Dragon Ball Z abridged. Ah, uh, it's fucking goddamn awesome. They did. Uh, they only did it from the beginning of Dragon Ball Z up until the end of the Cell Saga, but it is well worth. Oh, we got someone calling in. I Probably gonna get yelled at here. <laughs> What's going on, Jitsu? You're a fucking dork. Uh, <laughs> I told you guys I was gonna get really super nerdy about this shit.
1: I can't even fuck with Dragon Ball Z, bro.
0: Okay, dude, it's about to get a couple even nerdier, because I told you I watched a YouTube series of people that made their own version of it, basically, right? Yeah. They decided that they were going to play the Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse fucking thing and record it. So not even in character, just these dudes that made this Dragon Ball Z cartoon based on a Dragon Ball Z cartoon decided that they're going to record themselves playing this Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse game. And I'm watching the fucking thing. And I have, you know how many, I, I'm on episode fucking 30. Each of these episodes are 20 minutes long. You do the fucking math. I've been watching these guys play video games for like fucking 10 hours.
1: I, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck. Like, I played Dungeons and Dragons in like the 80s, right? Like, yeah. you tried to do a Dungeons and Dragons uh a thread a while back. I was one of the first dudes in it. But then I turned into a tranny and started trying to rape your... Uh, rape your other players and then (sighs) you paying attention to me. I don't know if you remember that part.
0: No. (laughs) Yeah, that one. I I was like some
1: I was like some uh, shape-shifting troll (laughs) in the bar (laughs) when you first started it out.
0: I I don't know how
1: to like it st- i don't know how to actually treat it seriously as a grown adult you know what i mean like-
0: right 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 and so, yeah and the dnd thing has always been a lot of fun uh but yeah and I, i'm not even playing a video game i'm watching someone else play a video game because i find these guys mildly amusing when they're talking back and forth with each other and i realized that my the bar the the you know the bar i'm setting for my entertainment is really mo- fucking low
1: jay you figure out a way to do a, a- like some type of fucking Zoom live uh, Dungeons and Dragons dork shit, dude. Mm-hmm. You got you got to set up your Patreon or whatever to get money for this. But I'll fucking kill it, bro. We'll we'll wreck <laughs> it. We'll we'll uh, Mystery Science three thousand on all these fucking nerds. I mean, you're gonna get called <laughs> a nerd a lot because you're gonna take it seriously. But I'm
0: well. That's that's part of the problem. I I kind of have a problem taking it seriously now. As on the OG, someone else someone is doing that. They're doing like a, a weekly D and D game and stuff and while i love the entire idea of playing D and i love the entire fantasy realm and all that good stuff i can't take it seriously you're either dude and so
1: you're not yeah you're almost 50 and you, you get your merit you, you get pussy even yeah, even gets pussy you hear that og you bunch of incel fucks even passive J has a fucking wife you're not <laughs> you don't even need to fucking read that shit so when someone is getting all hardcore into it you gotta you know recognize the source kind of thing
0: right 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 yeah exactly so that so that's why i, I i'm not really doing stuff like that because i i had a chance to i mean i could have been like a couple people told me i should start like doing a D thing with the og and i was like oh i can't do it dude but you have
1: to I, do it no. you have to do it like this like whack pack that shit bro that's your best thing you have going dude you get a bunch of fucking degenerates that call in all the time you've got a whack pack you got to treat it like go for the comedy don't go for the seriousness of it you know what i mean yeah like yeah. I would go for the like, like, I would just see it. Like, you you remember Hunter S. Thompson? Uh, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, I guess is one you'd know, but he, yeah. uh.
0: Oh, lost you for a second, dude.
1: Being, like, I, I made this a life motto, which probably shouldn't have, but it never got weird enough for me. And if you take <laughs> that, right? Take that motto, right? And keep that with. Whatever's going on on your podcast, on your your DD game or whatever, see how ridiculous you can take. See how into a Monty Python skit you can take it. That's where the gold is, bro. Oh,
0: yeah. Clearly I would need a silly wizard's hat, right, to start off with. Oh. Um <laughs> I you know, you'd need a DM hat. It'd be it'd be oh, it'd totally be dude. Yeah. Have to have that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I could see the possibilities with this. I don't know who I it's could ensnare to play done. with. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I have to. You know, it'd be funny if I can get you guys to play because none of you guys fucking give a shit about D&D. That's what would make it funny.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. I want to be a plus two. I'm a I'm a, a, a fighter mage, half elf with a plus two sword and a bag of holding with all sorts of shit in it. I know my shit, bro.
0: But right. Like, oh, yeah.
1: It's a fu- I'm not a fucking dork. I'm, I'm 45. Dude. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm calling in. I called in because I wanted to talk WandaVision.
0: Oh, awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. Anybody who hasn't watched WandaVision so far, fucking tune off for 5, 10, 50. You can just go fuck off the rest of the show. I don't care. We're talking WandaVision. Oh, yeah, man. So, what did you think of the latest av- uh, episode?
1: I just, did you watch the la- latest one?
0: Oh, yeah. Episode you, know who,
1: seven, you do. You know who Agatha Harkness is, right?
0: I did not myself because uh, I'd never read any uh, Avengers or Scarlet Witch or any or any of those comics. But through uh, the last seven weeks, everybody guessing that that was her. I'm familiar with her background now.
1: Okay, so, yeah, she was you would see her in the old Spider-Man 1990s cartoon as an old lady. Hmm. She's an old white haired lady um, who's a spider. Like her uh,
0: for a second, yeah, and so she—that's
1: yeah. what's cool about it. Is it's going to bring. That's totally going to bring in, um, by bringing her into it, it's going to bring in the multiverse and all that shit. Like it's that—that's it's, what's kind of cool on a geek level, of, uh, yeah, you know, oh yeah, she, she was the one that could show Spider-Man alternate universes and alternate realities and all that kind of stuff back oh. in the seventies and eighties, right? So including her and in, she's got purple energy, so that's I forget which stone that is for. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not that dork, not big a dork anymore. But I know that obviously she's going to have Wanda's Wanda's uh, powers are are based off of, I believe it's the Mind Stone,
0: right? It? So she's probably like the Reality Stone or something. The that. Like.
1: yeah. The green, the purple is the Reality Stone, and that's so she can change reality and she can bring people in from other universes. So that's how that's how Quicksilver got there um, from oh. Fox. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. That's going to be the and then and then you saw she's Sambo is going to be the new Captain Marvel but they changed yeah. they changed her from Captain Marvel to like something like Photon or Phase or some other shit after the Photon
0: Marvel. which which yeah. they did which they did a tie in cuz that was her mom's nickname and they had that on the wall like in episode 4 I think when they when she was walking by
1: yeah like yeah dragging off I'm an ex nerd okay I was kind of a nerd yeah I'm a nerd <laughs> what the fuck
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, nice uh, I, uh, I really got a giggle out basically uh, how they did the reveal for that. Uh, since with this entire sitcom theme that they've been using the entire time, having a musical outro with you know, Agatha the entire time was fucking awesome. I love that.
1: I did not dig it at first, but it was so like, and then like by the second one, I like I thought the Hydra the Hydra commercial that got me because I was always a big Hydra fan.
2: Right.
1: As a kid, I was I always felt like. Like by the time I started reading comics in the '80s, they didn't really do the Nick Fury Hydra um, stuff as much anymore. That stuff was more in the '60s and '70s. So like, like but like AIM and all that stuff. Like I always wanted. I always felt like they needed to have more, uh, like like Cobra. It was basically Cobra of the Marvel Universe. You know the bad guys. So uh, I'm I'm a big GI Joe nerd. I was a big GI Joe nerd.
0: Is my, uh, so. <laughs> yeah yeah and you're right for is same for me the first couple episodes I'm like I'm like I get what they're doing here but it's kind of boring you know three I'm like okay maybe and then four when they broke it open I was like okay this show is fucking awesome <laughs> and ever since then and you know with the Agatha thing uh, or Agnes and the Agatha thing you know throughout the course of the episodes even knowing that you you know uh that as you know and as, as I knew that who that probably was, um the end reveal where they showed the behind the scenes of basically of all the shit she's been doing at each episode was just awesome
1: yeah that was cool it's a, it's a trip that she's as a young it's cool that they make her as a young person as opposed to some like decrepit old lady which is i'm sure she'll eventually turn into because she was always right, spooky right. i'm pretty sure she was like like I, it's been years but I, I think she was even blind maybe or had like a something around her eyes or something. Or a cataract or something. She's always sitting in a throne with, like, a, when he'd go into the other world, when Spidey would go into the other world to, like, deal with her, she would, like, pull him into another world, and she's, like, sitting in a throne with a big, huge spider web behind her. And that's kind oh. of the like scene you'd always kind of see her in. So it's kind of a cool that they introduced, like, they introduced a Spider-Man character into this Avengers world, and then that Spider-Man is now bringing in a fox, uh, a fox quicksilver Mute, you know it's it's you're right, seeing it right. all is merging up it's all because i'm sure i'm i'm sure that's got to be a sony property since since sony owns uh like they own morbius and all the other spider-man villains and stuff i'm pretty sure she would have been in that intellectual property she was mainly a Star- uh, spider-man character back in the day hmm. so, and
0: uh so but disney owns all that back now don't they
1: the rights to well they own fox outright but sony they still they have a licensing deal because they oh. they tried to uh okay we're not going to do any more spider-man movies like we're going to separate the universe again and all the fans all this, all the nerds gotta uh, got all oh up yeah on. that's right yeah uh, start furiously typing from their basements and they got shit changed
0: which was just smart. I, that yeah, I I never knew how serious they were about that. Okay, we made great money, made sharing this character for a couple of movies. Now we're not going to do that anymore. I'm like, well, why would you not do that anymore if we hadn't had if you hadn't been successful? I could see possibly, but now it seems like you're shooting yourself in well, the foot. Never fuck.
1: underestimate how stupid a fucking movie executive. Like, never underestimate <laughs> the stupidity of movie executives. Most of them are flyover fucks. They got they got college degrees, moved out to the coast. They're fucking doing great in the entertainment industry. They're fucking stupid. Because they always want to put their little thumbprint on. It. They always, you know, it's like the marketing douche. They always, they always, instead of just going with what the fans want, like you know, giving the fan what they want, they always have to add that little extra something or feel some need to fucking fuck with a good thing. Yep. And then you know.
0: Now we talked about that the other day, which, which yeah, we were speaking about why. Yeah, why DC? Yeah. Uh, why DC movies suck so bad is because unlike Marvel, where there's someone up there saying no, you can't fucking do that. In DC, there's no guys to say no, you you can't fucking do that. There, it seems like whenever someone gets an idea to do something with DC, regardless of how close or how far off it is from the actual content, they're like, oh yeah, sure, go do that.
1: Yeah, well, like Shazam was great. They did Shazam good, you know. Um, yeah, I, I would say, but but Superman is was way too dark. Like Superman isn't supposed to be that dark of a character, and he's not supposed to be dying in his second movie against Doomsday. When in Batman versus Superman, Mm -hmm. Doomsday is the fucking end of the story for Superman. Like Doomsday comes about, you'd have to have him at least have been around the planet for five years, ten years saving the planet. You know what I mean?
2: They steps
1: actually instantly now he's you know Doomsday's here, and it's it's it was just too fast. It was too dark. The Snyder cut, I, I'm. It looks cool and stuff, you know. I hope, like, I, I like Like I said, the, the 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 Man of Steel was too dark and too stupid. Like they changed fundamentally who fucking Superman was, right? right so instead right. of him being, um, so instead of Clark Kent's dad teaching him to go save people and be a good stand-up Midwestern flyover fuck. Milk drinking, uh, goody two shoes hero. You know, which is what the the flyover country that I'm always talking shit about is supposed. That's where he's supposed. He's the heart the heartland. He's America. What? You know. What? Instead, right. Kevin Costner's telling him, "No, hi, don't help anyone. Don't be a hero. That's completely against what he would have been written like in the comic books. How he was raised to be. The reason
0: that is like, everything that that is." You're right, that is everything against what Superman and Kevin Costner stand for,
1: right? And so, that's that's kind of the thing is where so, like, that's cool. You wanted to put your little stamp on it and darken it up, or, or like, you know, they'll say, Well, we had to modernize it, you know, for the bullshit. If you look at the early night, the original Superman comics of like the 1930s, um, like, like, you Like oh, we lost the you again. Comic. Oh, sorry. Am I am I back? Yeah, you're back now. Okay. So Superman's a serious dick in the original comic. Like he throws people fucking miles away. Just, oh, yeah, tosses motherfuckers. If you ever read the first few Superman comic books, he's not nice. <laughs> he's in there <laughs> he's in there raging for justice to hit to to save the innocents and stuff, but he ain't like he ain't like the goody two shoes he becomes. So no, you didn't no. have to like darken it up the way you did. You could have just darkened it up the way you should have stayed. You could have stayed true to... The, it's always a, the dork thing is stay true to the to the source material. And if uh-huh. you fear from the source material, we get buttered. Because that's the reason we're paying money to go see it. It's something that a, a comic book writer and comic book artist made us love. Not some uh-huh. director and not some screenwriter. Screenwriter and the, and the director's job is to is to adapt that to the screen, not to change it so fundamentally that it's not what made it successful in the first place. And that's what the comic book industry is having a huge problem with right now. It's because they hire all these dumb millennials who want to fucking change the core of who these characters are as opposed to create something new and marketable for themselves. So they get whatever dumbass gets fucking, oh, now you get Batman. You get to right Batman, period. And, you know, they're all going to like, Undo
2: it, Bob! Oh, we lost you again. Hey, Sly, how you doing, boss? Ditto to everything that that guy just said that's cutting out. Oh, uh, RG? Yeah, yeah, you know, they freaking, they nerfed the Incredible Hulk. He's like the Incredible Pussy now.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't very impressive on any of the movies, really. No, I no. Mean, the first, no. He, uh, the first Avengers, I, the first Avengers, they didn't do too bad with him, uh, but everything from there is fucking downhill, really.
1: Well, like the, the, yes. Ed Norton, Ed Norton's version of it was actually pretty cool because he wasn't such a punk, you know?
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Um, and he tried to make a good movie that was like kind of true to what Bruce Banner was like. I, I, I loved the Hulk, the Hulk cartoon when I was a little kid, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. And, uh, he, he started, I, I love the little Easter eggs that he did where he made it look like that. And, you know, he added yeah, his he stuff, but then he didn't fucking, he wasn't, he pissed them off or whatever. He didn't settle for whatever. And so they got, like, I don't think Mark, I, I love Mark Ruffalo in the, uh, Thor Ragnarok is one of my favorites of all those movies.
0: Yeah, it is. You know? That might be my. Fa- okay. It's might be my. That might yeah. be my favorite Marvel movie, like you said, because it's fun. Uh, I hated Thor the first couple movies he was in. I he was. I thought he was like the worst character. And five minutes into Thor Ragnarok, I'm like, oh dude, it's Surfer Thor. It's Bro Thor. That's just fucking awesome. Yeah.
2: So guys, anyway, I need I need the floor for one second. Why I'm calling in is to remind everybody that tonight is a UFC, and even though I'm in a strange city, surrounded by a bunch of kind of family that I don't want to see and they don't want to see me uh, I, I think I have a spot secured to do this podcast
0: oh hell yeah So I, I, I don't know if you were listening earlier but I was, uh, I was pimping your show and I told them they need to watch out for the Sly Dog podcast for this uh, fight campaign after my show is over
2: oh good I didn't know but thanks I, yes, that's sir. all I wanted oh, yeah. to do was remind all the listeners we're, we're going to do this tonight Wolf Castle you gotta be available bro I can't yeah. do it alone there you can, go, you, man. can
1: you tell? Uh, can you tell people to, like go shit in a bag or something in Arabic while we're like while you're in the hospital, like and doing the podcast? Can you tell people like like in in, in Chaldean, say you know like eat a dick up or something?
2: Yes, yeah. Oh, oh. Me and my mom have been doing that back and forth, making each other laugh. Like, actually, it's only it's only funny when she says it because she's like a sweet old lady, you know. <laughs> and that she's probably doing it just to humor me mostly, but it, it, it's funny as hell. You yeah, know, I can imagine I, so. Because they, they keep talking to you like you're saying something nice to them. And then she'll say something else even worse. And then I'm just there, like, like erupting in laughter. Yeah, and then this is why <laughs> us
1: white people who know what the fuck you guys are doing to us are all fucking rude. And you guys are oh, racist. No, we know what the fuck you're saying, bro.
2: Oh, oh, one time, one time I was like dogging this dude and his girl. And uh, I was, and he understood every fucking thing I was saying. He let me do my whole shtick. And then he fucking blasted me. And you know what? I, I'm gun shy to do that now.
1: Because <laughs> I, I speak Spanglish. Because I know Spanglish. I can tell when a motherfucker's uh, homeboy 88s talking that shit. You know? And they don't expect it from me. And I turn around like, well, you've heard me go off. So, But yeah, it's, yeah. it's our deal is with the the Mexicans. They'll sit there and start calling you a fucking gabacho to your face. Gabacho loco, puto. I swear to means, God, like, I'm going to learn
0: Spanish. As that I swear I'm going to learn Spanish every year. I I uh, I spend the entire winter say, saying I'm going to learn Spanish so I can go back to work and know what the fuck these people are saying. Because I wander through my kitchen, uh, at work, they're talking and so and much
1: shit about you, Jay. I can
0: guarantee oh, it. Oh, dude, I dude, it, it, like I'll be walking through, and all of a sudden the kitchen will burst into laughter. I'm like, dude, they weren't laughing before I got here. So something. Dude, they probably, funny. They, dude they've
1: probably like named you ostrich or some shit that you have no fucking clue. If like, you're like Big Bird or something, I guarantee it. You're going to have some fucking fucked up nickname that they have for you that you're going to find out way late. You just need one <laughs> of your, you just need to get a homie that like, because you know you always have the whitewashed Mexican that speaks Spanish, but they hate their people. You need to make uh, friends yeah. with that guy who he'll tell you what the fuck's up.
0: Oh, I already got him. I, I just haven't pressed him on anything. Uh, my boy Jose, he started off as a line cook there when I was there. And uh, a couple of years ago, he moved over into the maintenance department because it's basically just a better job. And he's a cool dude. So yeah, I'd be he would be uh he would be up be for telling me what they're saying to me, I, I imagine. I don't know. He worked for with them for like 16 years before he moved into the maintenance department. So maybe he might still be loyal to his uh, Mexican homies.
1: But if you ever if they ever feel like I could give you the things to say that would want to make them want to stab you, you know? But you know,
0: um, <laughs> or I can More give you just idea. like
1: I could totally give you the stuff that'll make them want to stab you, though wanna blood feed. You. But you can also it, just do full blown uh watch cheat Tommy, go watch Cheech and Chong. And watch how uh when Cheech is teaching him how to say, oh, those pendecos, those pendejos, and then he's like, hey Ben Deco. He starts calling them Ben Decos. Because yeah. they might not know what the fuck you're saying, but you'll know what you're where it's coming from. At least you're getting yours on them. you know what I mean? <laughs> hey ben I Deco. how you doing?
0: I do not have a confrontational uh, like relationship with the kitchen, despite that story I told you guys about a couple of years ago. For most or, part, like I instead of
1: it. instead of saying Gracias, say Garcia Vega.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fucking it's it's ridiculous because um there's so many uh Mexican people working in the kitchen and also groundskeeping and stuff that half the non uh, Mexicans are to speak ha- ha- a spattering of Spanish back and forth now. Anyways, <clears throat> it's really it, it's yeah, actually kind like, of I mean, you cool. know I, I don't
1: like like you know like mira mira if you see mira it's look chingadera means fucking thing so if you mira chingadera you know that's those are pretty good ones. Those are you could, you good could. ones to keep because Mira is look and the Chingadera is a fucking thing. So, whenever you want someone to get you pointed at that Chingadera over there, Chingadera, Chingadera.
0: <laughs> See, working there, it's kind of interesting. I've told you guys about this before. There's so many different. Uh ethnic backgrounds and nationalities where i work it's kind of like working at the, like the fucking un uh yeah I've, you guys have mentioned before there's all the mexicans in the kitchen uh the general manager's french i mean like from france french not like you know french american straight up french uh the bartender's scottish uh, most of the most of the wait staff about, about half of them are african american most of the uh bussers are middle eastern of some point uh some form uh, i know like Cody's from bangladesh um, move-ins from fuck, different places, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's kind of neat. Like one of our uh, one of our servers is from uh, uh, Japan, or at least there's just you know uh, it's just a, a lot of different people working there with a lot of different uh, perspectives. So I, I I really enjoy that part for the most part. Well, that's yep.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's good. Just call them virgins.
0: <laughs> see you're trying to make me confrontational and you gotta remember I gotta work with these people I've work, been working there 16 this is my 17th season no it's not no no that I'm I, say you should just,
1: I just say you should just like you know just walk around saying you're welcome for the, for you're welcome and, for the freedom and, and uh, privileges that this country of mine has provided you that you had no part in doing but you know some answers <laughs> somewhere
0: it was all oh, dude and, <laughs> Dude, I, I have to say, like Mubin, uh, he's a, like I said, he's a busser. I, I don't know where he's from exactly. Um, he's pretty dark. He might, I don't think it's Pakistan, but uh, he was so, so, so fucking pumped up last year. I think it was August and September because he he was about to take his citizenship test, and then when he passed it, dude, it's fucking cool. You know, when you see somebody who puts all the puts all the effort in and wants to be part of this country, and they're so proud of the fact that they, you know, and. Uh, he was telling me about the citizenship test he officially knows more about the United States than I do
1: well, well yeah I mean you went to the Detroit public school system right
0: <laughs> I'm just saying there's a lot to the citizenship test that, you know, <laughs> stuff, stuff they Dude, don't really do you expect remember uh... an
1: old, do you remember an old sitcom that was on like it was on back like during the Cousin Valky years it was called um, what a country I think it was with that Russian the guy that was the Yakov Smirnov the Sh- Yakov uh... Smirnov
2: there no, I've fucking, never seen that
1: there one. There was a, a shitty sitcom for a while there called What a Country, and it was him in a class of a bunch of different ethnic people trying to learn, um, pass their test, you know? And it was oh, just Jesus a lot Christ. of racist ethic. He probably wouldn't get through today, you know? Yeah, that's
0: exactly what I was thinking. I was like, that wouldn't even get made today. There's, there's, and there's a lot of shows like that that wouldn't get made today.
1: We couldn't make Sanford and Son.
0: No, I mean, probably not. <laughs>
1: they they would think that, like even a black guy saying that shit, they would think was racist. You know, like you couldn't, you couldn't
0: do the Jeffersons. No, nope, couldn't do Jeffersons. That definitely you not. Couldn't do um, all in the family. No, definitely not all in the family. Holy shit! You probably even couldn't. You probably couldn't even do different strokes. Because oh, that that, that that'd be an pedo. example of black privilege. Yeah, you know?
1: dude. There was dude that fucking the one pedo scene. The one pedo episode. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, one? yeah, that creepy episode that yeah. where Dudley got touched, right? Yeah,
0: fucking... when the manager of uh, WKRP retired to a an yeah WKRP a dude,
1: dude fucking touched Dudley, right? Dudley goes That's and right. joins a gang or some shit after that. You don't see Dudley again until I think he's in a couple gangster movies. Um Is he? That would never get. I think so. I think D- I, I'm not sure what happened to Dudley, but I remember we saw everyone was saying Dudley joined a gang after that. I
0: was kind of a joke. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of that wouldn't get me shit. You know, I was actually trying to uh, get my wife to watch some uh, Dave Chappelle show earlier today. And I learned a couple different things. One, Dave nearly is not nearly as funny as I remember him. Um, You know, uh, the Chappelle show, I thought it was fucking awesome. But it turns out there's got a fair amount of dumb bits uh, along with some of the gold. Because there are some of the some of the skits really do hold up. A lot of them do not. And a lot of I don't think you could make now. Uh, you know, Dave was saying some pretty fucked up shit in that show.
1: I mean, it depends on on uh, who's saying it. Also, you know, Andrew Dice Clay couldn't do his gig anymore, but I think if I, I'm sure, Dave Chappelle can do his. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I like, don't know, like Sam
1: Kinison like... or any a lot of the white guys doing that shit could get away with yeah, that shit, yeah. and and maybe as well they shouldn't because it was a cheap pop. You know, like they were going for yeah. you know dropping end bombs. You know, you don't yeah, need to and... do that. You know.
0: Um, well, like, for example, and this is what made me think of it, because uh, he had a skit called, uh, he, was, he was talking about what happened happen if you, uh like, made, I, I wasn't paying attention, I walked in in the middle of it, uh, uh, and he was doing gay Sanford and Son. Like, uh, like <laughs> all the characters are gay. And I'm like, well, I don't think that would actually fly right now. I don't think you could do that skit anymore.
1: But that's the thing, is it's fucking generation Tide Pod in these fucking millennials that don't allow it, dude. They're so butthurt running around being offended by everything. Like, I just don't give a fuck. i all like, there's a, there's a Doug Stanhope skit where he's like, um, like, where he's like, y- you, yeah, yeah, I live in the past. You mean back when fucking drugs were good and so was music? Well, take me back there, motherfucker. You know, like, <laughs> this whole thing is don't <laughs> This era sucks. Age of Aquarius sucks. And that's not our fault because we were, our generation was watching fucking, like, even, like. Like Everything was extreme back then, you know? Like, it was mm-hmm. fucking new metal and porn and ECW wrestling and everything was politically un- incorrect. And so then everything has now flipped back the other way to yeah, where it's, and- like, more PC than the 50s. Where like, what the fuck? Even, even mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra and those pricks were more politically, were, like, you know, that era wasn't, like, as tight-ass as this, you know?
0: Right, right. So. And I hate to say it, uh because apparently we are horrible fucking parents because the there are kids i mean we can complain about the uh, like you said the uh, the tide pod generation as much as we want we're the ones that fucking raised them not me i don't have kids you guys fucked up really big this is boomers dude this is a
1: fucking boomer thing so the boomers raised us back when they were had kids in the 70s when they -hmm. were in their early 20s and shit or 16 whatever they were Mm -hmm. the kids of the 70s We're the kids of boomers back when, in the old days, when, you know, someone got married. You got married at, like, 20 and had kids, right? Yeah. That's how it was when the boomers grew up, right? So, we got raised by them as young people, okay? And then a bunch of them went to Vietnam, got fucked up, jumped in a ball, do a lot of coke, become yuppie scum, did the whole deal, right? Then, in the late 80s, early 90s, they've all gone to fucking rehab. They're all now fucking AA, fucking AA members, uh, evangelical Christians. Now these fucking pricks are in their late 30s, regretting all the shitty how shitty they were as it, when they were younger to those that generation kids. They have a whole new batch of kids. They have this whole new batch of bubble wrap children that they fucking produced. And that's what we're dealing with in the modern millennial. The bitch-made millennial, that's what we're dealing with. Generation Z, which is now a lot of Gen Xers is actually starting to uh, to trend more conservative for the first time in in like a hundred years than the previous generation. Like the whole the whole thing that Stanhope says is um, this will be the first. They're the first generation that's more bitch like bigger pussies than us. You know, like right. before everyone got more and more of a degenerate. You know, like more and more political. Everyone was getting more and more wild, doing harder and harder drugs. The music got more extreme, everything got wild, right? To right. At a certain right. point. And then the the helmet, everyone got a trophy generation is now boom. Offended, butthurt, whatever. It, his skits way better than ben. I can't I can't quite quote it verbatim, but like right. basically he's saying, you know, it's get the fuck out of here with this shit, you know? And then it's true that it's if you really like I my baby brother is uh Thirty-one, I believe, thirty-two, and he's full-blown. He's fucking woke. He's fucking. He's a. He's a really good kid, but I'm sure he doesn't have. He would just sit there and probably be offended at half of our comedy, or just well, he'd say something like ironic. They love irony, so they'd be like, "Well, that's random." But they'll say some stupid shit like that, you know, like right, and right. then be on their way. Whereas, but it's
0: all boomers, dude. You, you just scared me. Remember how we've talked before about the, a lot of the weird coincidences in our life? Mm-hmm. I have a, uh, a baby sister. you know how old she is? Oh, boy. 31.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I had a cockatiel, motherfucker. You were just talking oh, about a cockatiel. Yeah. I, I asked for a fucking dog. I got a cockatiel. The little fucker bit me the first day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I never saw uh, the point of those type of pets. I wouldn't fuck with one of deal. Yeah, But my sister, she's a good person, uh, but I think she has a lot of similar similar qualities uh, than you, as your little brother. I think half of this stuff would offend her. Um, I, and, you know, I, uh, hold on, I, I have want to qualify
1: way. something really quick. Okay, uh-huh. um, it's not all bitch-made millennials. It's only uh-huh. some of the bitch-made millennials. Um, it is some of them from California, Up, but a lot of them, Lots and lots of them are flyover fucks who went to places like Ohio State University or uh, Missouri or some other fucking college in the Midwest. And then they moved out to fucking California or New York to live their truth Because then they because they took massive amounts of Adderall. They fucking came out to the coast because they now had an Adderall degree and are working in tech or entertainment or all these places. It's not just a California thing. But it's kind of a California thing. You might be right. (laughs)
0: Because that's where all the people go.
1: (laughs) But that's because that's where they go. Like, I'm only on here because fucking Donkey Punch is so butthurt at my fucking shtick that Tanner told me fucking call in. I'm right fucking here. So the whole thing was, I'm just clowning over here, bro. But if you really want to be honest, it's not like everyone that came out with woke politics went to Cal Berkeley. It's not like all this stuff came from Berkeley. You know what I mean? Or it all just came from NYU. It's the history teachers in these fucking Midwestern universities, just as much you're communist fuckers or whatever it is. I'm not even a fucking Cause I'm not, I'm trying to feel like I'm starting to sound like a Trump tart. I'm not even a fucking Republican. Moderate, I'm a moderate independent. But right now the, the fucking libertar, the liberals have gone full blown fucking stupid. And that's what ruined my state. Like you, you teamed up a bunch of millennials that moved out here. To live their truth and then they teamed up with the illegal aliens who fucking the the well they're not illegal anymore they all had kids 20 years they have 20 year olds now who are voting and think everyone's everyone that's a republican is a racist and so they vote just blindly democrat without ever even looking at the fucking subject matter they just boom hit it you know what i'm saying they just hit that democrat fuck and so even if you needed this pendulum to swing back to the right in california now there's too many, too many, you allowed allow too many to stay. They, they stayed, they had kids, their kids are now here and they're legal age voting kids. They're, that's why I say millennials and, and anchor babies, they really fuck because we always had the hippie dippy goofball, but we also had Bakersfield was the heart a place where country music was made. You had Republicans all through the central, all through other parts than the big city. You have hippies on the coast and you have rednecks in the inner part of California. But if we split 50-50, right, 50 conservative, 50% liberal, and then it kind of varies so it's a purple state, well, just now you've got all these fucking foreign racists who hate whitey, and then you've got all these fucking millennials who fucking hate whitey. <laughs> so they just think Republicans are evil white people, and so they will always vote Democrat here, and that's what fucking turned the state blue. And so I might call someone a flyover fuck or crack jokes about this shit, that's the, the only reason I do that is because that's the truth and they don't want to fucking under... they like, no, you voted for it. You all voted for this. I have no vote for this, you fucking retard. This is a fucking... <laughs> this is a fucking invasion that fucking happened from both sides, from the south and from the fucking east.
0: Yep. As as an aside, I know... And you I, I know like, you don't oh, like
1: wow. poli- politics, so I apologize. That's
0: right. Uh, uh, as an aside, I noticed you mentioned... Hold on a second, I got to put my dog down. Uh, that you told this uh, donkey punch guy to fucking call in if he had a, a problem. And uh, uh, that was tenor. Oh, yeah. Well, but, but regardless, you know, uh, I love that, by the way, uh, this that has made interactions with people on the forum a completely different thing for me, because if they get annoying enough or stupid enough, all I have to do is say, dude, shut the fuck up and come on my show. If you got a fucking problem, come on. Don't be a fucking coward. Come on the show. And. Nine times out of ten, that's the end of the fucking conversation. They don't even respond to it much less come on the show. So uh I love that. It's changed the balance of power, at least for me personally, quite a bit. Um, and I I have a feeling that's probably how it's gonna go for you as you challenge people because no one's gonna come on here and talk I'm to you. I'm not about challenging,
1: this. dude. Honestly, I'm not challenging anyway. I made a you fucking should. It's fun. I made a joke. <laughs> I, I'm fucking blatantly doing an Andy Kaufman I'm from Hollywood shit, dude. And it's only like when the fucking English guys, when the fucking limeys get on there and start clowning America, I go full America fucking retard on it. If, right? Like, it's, I'm, I'm, like, that's the thing is if I'm just busting balls, you know? I mean, like a fucking and, and so them getting that butthurt hurt about it when I said what what state should Californians colonize next? Like that's obviously a troll fucking t- that's instantly right. meant to fucking rustle some jimmies. And then right. you get these fucking retards in there taking me dead serious, just like no, you're mentally unstable, bro. No, yeah, I might be a little mentally unstable, but it's not that I'm. <laughs> it's more for fucking shits and giggles, dude. I'm just having some fun over here, bro. Right, the right. The only exactly. people that are taking it seriously are you guys. You know, like, right, like Haystro. Haystro's fucking Texan. I don't fucking hate him. Like my my whole flyover fuck shtick just came from busting this guy text douche's balls on there, and then he gets so mad. I didn't realize he was like had 70,000 posts and was a fucking incel. I thought he was just like a normal, like I don't look at post count all the time or like notice like people that like, Oh, okay. You spent your life on this motherfucker. I didn't realize it. Sorry. <laughs> you know, oops. But this Some motherfucker think it's comes into my others. thread. They come into my thread that I'm busting balls in and start talking shit to me. And then they get mad that like, like, I don't understand what, what do you, why did you engage? I made the thread. Like, it's my thread. What am I, I? Like, why are you
0: here? If like, just don't, don't post like, you know, don't, you don't like the song. Don't listen to it. You know, they can't do it. Some people but, some people like confrontation. Some people like being in arguments of people. You've seen it with my threads. Uh, there are tons ah. of people that are not a fan of me on that, on that forum. That's fine. I'm not for everybody. I realize that. But why would you go looking for me and looking for the stuff I po- uh, uh, that I post because you don't like me? That seems very counterintuitive. If I don't like somebody if I, and I see that they post something, I don't fucking click on it.
1: Well, yeah, I don't go into fucking text douche or donkey punches threats to fucking talk to them. But they come to <laughs> mind to fucking bother, like they want to talk to me. Well, what the fuck are you trying to talk to, bro? You obviously don't fucking agree with me. Whatever, dude. It's fun. I don't even mind those motherfuckers, but they seem to mind yeah. me. So I just keep it going. I keep like I'll fucking post what the weather is. I'll just take a screenshot of my fucking weather and say I'm still in shorts. And like I'll get (laughs) someone so fucking mad that I'm, I'm still in shorts. It's like I'm sitting there taking my morning shit, trying to figure out what'll like what I can throw against the wall to see what'll hit them or like what'll get the fucking trigger. Like, I didn't know Still in Shorts would be the one. I didn't know Fly Over Fuck would be, because, like, I never called anyone a Fly Over Fuck before, before Text Douche in California. Uh, Text Douche was saying people should be openly hostile to Californians moving to their state, because you are going to turn your, your state blue. And I like, fuck you, you fucking bitch. You ain't going to do shit. And so I, I'm, I just came on here to say this, In like, so you could hear my voice when I say it, you fucking Fly Over Faggot Fuck. You ain't gonna do shit to any Californians that are coming to your fucking state, you fucking pussy. Fuck Text Douche as a staff, record label, and as a motherfucking crew. And Donkey Punch, fuck you too. Like, he's from like Iowa and a wannabe fucking actor. The only oh, thing I know too? about Iowa is Farmer Burns. It's a wrestling country where guys wanna rub their dicks together and cornfields. So, why the fuck are you upset at California, bro? You're you're perfectly should be in California rubbing dicks and doing your acting thing. Forget get it, bro. These guys yeah, are so I mean, fucking mad at me. But I'm a coward, right? I'm the coward. Because, you know, I'm right here fucking talking this same shit so you can fucking hear it out loud.
0: There you go. That's what I'm talking about. That's, That's why I love so- this show. <laughs> what? Do something. Uh <laughs> Sweet. All right. I think we're going to call it a show. Unless you got uh, some more you want to rant on, Jits. I think,
1: I think I'm good. You know,
0: got it I'm going to go system. drive
1: some Detroit rust muscle right now, bro. I'm going to go take my fucking bitch in El Camino out. I'm in shorts. Oh. I'm going to go drive my fucking 71 El Camino. Uh, That's what I'm yeah. talking about. All right. All right
0: excellent. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Jits.
1: Later, brother.
0: Later all righty well we're gonna call that a show and being that it's saturday it's the last show for the week uh, i want to thank jits for calling in i want to thank all you guys for listening it's been a great week it's one of our best ever really i can't uh, i can't say enough about how well it went uh we're gonna be back wednesday at six o'clock uh until then i'm passive jay you guys have yourself a great day bye-bye
1: theme for the og Well,
2: check, yeah fuck the og oh fuck the